The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. morning and welcome to another edition of analyze this here just adjusting one of my cell phones uh here on your uh npr station in the u.s virgin islands uh wtjx fm with yours truly neville james beautiful day in paradise as is the norm cool in the morning now mr driving in and you know looking down at the temperature gauge and seeing um In the 70s, man, we're like, wow. It's a good time. It really is a good time to uh, to be in the territory. And uh, we uh, we appreciate everybody who is listening uh, to us uh, here this morning. One of my people, them, um, just sent me a text message. He likes to be a bearer of bad news, you know, um, about NPR. Um, having $10 million of cuts and other media companies. Um, uh, New York Times employees uh, asking for increased wages by Thursday, I think it is, something like that. So, yeah, he just enjoys, you know, screwing up a good Tuesday morning. But it is what it is. Uh, you know, you know what it is. Uh, we got a great show today. Uh, UVA going to be joining us. Um at the bottom of the hour, um, communications major, along with Ms. Charmaine Smith, lovely people, Lim Fan Smile. Uh, it's always a pleasure uh, speaking with her. They could actually, if they're listening, they could actually come a little bit earlier uh, so we could talk a little bit longer. Um, that'd be nice. Um, and then I, and I want number two, Kendall Henry Casey, the percussionist from uh, Stanley Intensity Plus Nights, uh, along with. Um, a long-standing employee at the Department of Planning and Natural Resources uh, is going to be joining us. They got an event going on today and tomorrow. And, um, let me see. Doors after dark. And they got uh, a store opening 10 o'clock this morning. So, uh, it's the biggest shopping event of the year down in the West. Uh, vendors, gift shops, cash bar, free gives, free giveaways. And then, of course, they got a night event uh, at seven p. six p.m. Uh, live performances at at the door center uh, tonight. So we're gonna be talking that along with some Christmas quilbe, um, Janice Jeffers, Jassy Clark, Tennessee Plus Nights playing tonight. Uh, six p.m. Uh, to nine p.m. We're gonna find out if it's two days of live performances. And when we talk with our kids, you know, we're gonna be, we're gonna be playing some Stanley as well. Uh, so I guess we're gonna hook that up uh, with the DJ, uh, Mama Sita, all that good stuff. Because it's, it's Christmas, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. So, no music at all for the podcast. 
Leave. This one ain't gonna work, man. Wow. Wow. This one ain't this, this one ain't gonna work. Anyway, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do it on that, but this one ain't gonna work. Seriously. Um I thought when we didn't have anybody on here that we could play. He's gonna be calling in. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I must, I must, must say something there. Anyway, um, so uh, like I said, you know, it's a season. Uh, we're 19 days away from Christmas. Today is the sixth. Uh, tomorrow, uh, 81st infamous anniversary of uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tomorrow uh, as well. And um, we got to be. Uh, a little concerned because of the anniversary date and you know of course the invasion that's been going on in the Ukraine uh, uh, people are crazy you know so I hope that uh, the American leadership is on alert because you know we do have a madman uh, who uh, invaded the Ukraine back in February and uh, uh, who's to say that he won't you know do something you know, on 12-7, 2022, you know, kind of crazy like that. So, and then, of course, he knows he has some supporters uh, in America, um, like, the, like the young man that Doc Juan mentioned yesterday, Fuentes, claiming that he's pro-Putin and all that craziness. So, you know, they really, they, you really got to have a, a sick mind to be living in America and, and bragging that you're pro-Putin. Knowing that, uh, you know, his his actions have have cost America so much money. And the world, actually. That undermined supply chain and, and all that stuff. But that's the beauty of freedom, you know. Sometimes um, um, there are those who abuse it, you know. And that's why you hear the the, the the phrase uh, for people of color, freedom is a road. Seldom travel by the multitudes, you know. And that's the reason why, you know. Because it ain't the same for everybody. It's supposed to be, in principle. Uh -huh. But it's not. Anyway, um, check this out. We did not have a good sample uh, based on yesterday's data um, coming out with the Department of Health. The endemic is not over, and we gotta be careful, right? We had three hundred and ninety, right? Uh, tests, and twenty nine were positive. Now you know we could round that off and say thirty. And um, thirty goes into three hundred and ninety thirteen times, so we're just over thirteen to one. Now that's a manageable ratio. Don't get me wrong. But compared to how good uh, the ratios have been, how brilliant the ratios have been over the last month and a half per se, this one is telling us something. 22 out of the 27, out of the 29, <clears throat> positives were on St. Croix, seven were on St. Thomas, St. John, 
continues to to be um, just a, a gem of respect to now, not having uh, positives. There's they're zero. They have zero positive, and they got zero actives as we speak right now. We got 70 actives in the territory. Two in the territory. Two thirds on Saint Croix. 47 and 23 uh, on Saint Thomas. Zero, like I mentioned, on Saint John. Now, nationally, um, the positivity rate is at 12 percent. Daily average is at 53,823, and um. Uh, hospitalizations are at 35,000, 823, of which 4,136 are uh, intensive care, but daily deaths, right? Daily average deaths, even though it's 261 too much, uh, uh, is is relatively low, uh, given the, the 12% uh, positivity rate that we're looking at. I'm saying no I want to pull up the most recent um state of the virus um New York Times state of the virus New York Times um interactive so we could read what's going on because remember now this time of year a lot of folks in the mainland um uh, they're looking to, uh, to come down this way. And that's the reason why um, airline fares are so ridiculously high. You know what I'm saying? The most recent state of the virus update was December the 1st, which was Thursday. Causes, cases, hospitalizations, are tests, and test positivity are all rising at the national level, suggesting that the relative stability seen this fall could be coming to an end. Daily case on death data are subject to fluctuations around Thanksgiving that do not affect other metrics. It is therefore particularly concerning to see hospitalizations and test positivity, the most reliable data at this time of the year, rising sharply. Most states have seen hospitalizations increase in the past two weeks. In California and New Mexico, these increases have been especially pronounced. Deaths so far have run counter to this upward trend. And that's what I mentioned a while ago. The average number of deaths reported each day has fallen by 7% in recent weeks to around 260. Now, of course, uh, 260 uh, is too much. But, um, to, I mean, 260 is 260 too many. But um, it is what it is, you know. What to know about new booster shots? New shots targeting the latest version of the Omicron variant are available. When should you get yours? Here's what experts recommend. And, to, and the data with respect to vaccinations, you know, the state data that they normally have. Um, Rhode Island leading the nation. Um, Puerto Rico holding their own too. Puerto Rico doing very well. Okay, vaccination and booster coverage varies widely by age, in part because older adults became eligible first. In addition, booster eligibility depends on the last time since an individual's last shot. 
Vaccinations also vary among states, and jurisdictions with lower adult vaccination rates also tend to have reduced coverage among children and teens. Uh, in June, the CDC began reporting administ administered shots on a weekly basis. For the past seven days, providers reported they have administered 5.05 million doses, which is roughly 722,000 doses per day on average, including first, second, and additional or booster doses. And you can get all of this um, on the New York Times. They got New York, they got, uh, New York Times on. Uh, COVID-19 Interactive, and you can see um, the booster data and all that stuff, right? Interesting how um, the other uh, insular uh, possessions um, are out there and they've embraced um, the science to a much higher level than we have here uh, in the territory. Now, we're looking at hotspots for the nation, and you can see New Mexico, um, parts of eastern Arizona, the southeastern corner, or parts of northeastern Arizona, and southeastern Utah, and northwestern New Mexico, along the New Mexico-Arizona border. You can see the very, the red spots. They also got a red spot up in Alaska. Besides that, and maybe one, um, we go keep an eye on in Montana. But besides that, the country looking good. Hospitalizations looking good as well. Check. Now, um, Puerto Rico. Um, has the highest daily cases per one hundred thousand, and that number is at forty-two. Virgin Islands, we're doing good. But they, don't, they didn't include yesterday's data because they have us down at zero along with Northern Mariana. So when they include yesterday's data, that number will change. But for the most part, you know, we're doing all right, except for vaccinations. Uh, Rhode Island, number one, American Samoa, Guam, Vermont, Massachusetts, Washington, D.C., Maine, Connecticut, Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, and Hawaii. That's the states and jurisdictions that are over 80%. So we got Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Northern Mariana, Guam, American Samoa. Five out of the six island jurisdictions are at 80% or higher and rank in the top Mm, one, two, three, four, five, six. Top 11. With Northern Mariana, Puerto Rico, and Hawaii. A three-way tie for ninth. At 81%. That's why I said, you know, yeah, they, tie, they tie for ninth. They're not 11th. New York is at 12th. Okay, if you got three jurisdictions tie for ninth, that means 9, 10, and eleven. That's the, that's the three that they take up, the slots that they take up. So New York is 12th at 79%. But five out of the six island jurisdictions are at 81% or higher. The other six 
Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, Rhode Island, and Washington, D.C. is uh, in the Northeast and five out of them in New England. So the highest vaccinated jurisdictions are either in New England, an island jurisdiction, or Washington, D.C. With New York, Maryland, New Jersey, and Virginia right behind them. That's the next four to take the top 15. So everything is in the Atlantic Atlantic uh, corridor, the Northeast corridor, Atlantic coast, or our island jurisdiction. And the Virgin Islands at 55%, way down. Holy hand with um, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Wyoming. Wow. It's one time I feel bad that we isolated like this. Yeah, we can, We really should be up there in our 80%. But to each his own, you know, I can only encourage folks to embrace the, the science. And I'm looking at the map, man, up there clean too. Check. Oh, that stays clean as well. You know, but we got Tom we that use here in, in the Virgin Islands. It's so hard, man. <laughs> Stubborn, hard headed, you check. But that's the beauty of life. And finally, uh, yesterday was not a good day uh, in the marketplace. The Dow was down 482.78 points, 1.40%. One of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains, 29 saw losses. NASDAQ down 1.93%, SP 500 down 1.79%, and Russell 2000. 2000 down 2.78%. Yep. So yesterday won't good from a data standpoint. So let's hope for a better day. Uh, uh, so Lana Nichols going to be calling us in a little bit uh, to tell us about uh, a collapse sewer in the Tutu area. And uh, she'll give us that information and then uh, we'll be talking with UVI at the bottom of the hour and then KC. Um, Kendall Henry. And nine o'clock hour. Okay? So, until then, you know, we're gonna just do what we got to do. Take a break, be back right after this. graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with Free Tuition Plus at UVI. With Free Tuition Plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app, available for download from the App Store in Google Play.
So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news design for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. What is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here on Analyze This, and we're joined now by Miss uh, Laura Nichols um, from uh, the uh, Waste Management Who's Authority. Good man? morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you, Neville? All you listening? I'm doing good. Everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Um, please excuse my voice. I'm a little under the weather mm-hmm. this morning, so I'll be working from home, so I can listen to your show today, talk to you, talk to the listeners for a bit. Not a problem. But, Go right ahead. Okay. Um, we have, I just wanted to warn everybody, we do have a, um, a collapsed sewer line near the Tutu, uh, on the Tutu Valley Main Road, and it's been affecting the east and westbound uh, vehicular and pedestrian traffic. Just want to make sure everybody's really careful with that. Um, please take the alternate route um, via North 5th Street eastbound, and then the Emerald Hill Road going westbound. We're making the repairs. We're on it right away. Just want everybody to be safe and just be aware of that. To deal with the, um, the, the restructuring of the, the wastewater system in the territory. Yeah, we're, we're, and we've, we've been, I think every week is there's a new, a new area that we're working on. So we're, we're up to date pretty much. And I also want to thank the people over at Williams Delight. We had some pump station maintenance there uh, recently. And I know that um, uh, everybody had to enter through the uh, Williams Delight community, had to go through Queen Mary Highway to get there because the east and westbound lanes on the Melvin Evans were um, blocked off with some barricades. So we, we thank you so much for, you know, helping us with that. And uh, we had the situation back online as soon as possible. I want to thank the community for the patience and cooperation always in these cases. Now, the the FEMA money that was set aside for um, both both uh, jurist- ju- both districts, how is that coming? Is that still in the planning oh, phase? Well, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I know on December 3rd, there's going to be a PSC meeting um, and it's going to um, include that. Uh, December 3rd? There, there was a meeting on December 3rd? No, no. Um, on two, next Tuesday. I think I have the date wrong here. It's on Tuesday. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. I think the 13th. The 13th. Like okay, okay. Yeah, I, next, yeah, next yeah, Tuesday, I, the 13th. I'm, okay, good. I'm not working in full capacity today. I'm, yeah, I'm, don't worry about that. Day. Don't worry about it. We'll correct <laughs> that. Yeah. But um, it's going to be, I know they're going to talk about the wastewater user fees, the septic fees, and also... A lot of folks have been calling in about uh, more tipping fee information. I think the next schedule of turnaround is, is coming up, but we want to give you a report on that. And also um, uh, our five-year plan. Director Roger Mayer is going to speak on that, and um, that'll be something to look forward to. We're going to, I think we're going to be on after WAPA. They're going to take up most of the day. So, I, you know, I would think about, after going to so many PSD meetings, I think about around 1 or 2 o'clock that we'll be on. 
Okay. So, just, so just, let's, let us know what's going on because, uh, you know, when when you guys announced that um that award uh, for, uh, I think it was $2 billion or $1.5 to $2 billion yeah, for St. Corey. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, that's uh, going to be significant. And then helping with the roads and all the projects we have. Oh, it's 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 going to be something. Yeah, well, yeah, anything that um, get our infrastructure up to where we need it to be, uh, we definitely yeah. support that. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. That's on Lona Nichols from the Waste Management Authority. Um, I sent another text message to um, my contacts at the PSC uh, to find out exactly when is the next meeting. Uh, so we could let the public know what's going on. And I believe um, we're, um, we're supposed to uh, be getting a WAPA. I think WAPA looking to make a, an appearance. Uh, next schedule, PSC meeting. Yes, WAPA's supposed to make an appearance on the show uh, later this week. So we'll firm that up and uh, let them know what's going on. Check us. That's what we do on this particular medium. That's it. Information, data, good discussion, stuff like daddy, like they say in St. Thomas, you know. But, uh, you, know, you know, keeping the fingers crossed, of course, you know, we're talking in WAPA. And, you know, <laughs> I hear in that, um, you know, uh, Andy Smith standing up for the people them. That's the word I'm hearing, you know, from those, uh, from an elected official in the know. They had me to know that uh, they pleasantly, they reached out to me Thursday after, Thursday or Friday afternoon, and they said, um, CEO um, Andy Smith um, apparently Standing up for the people them. So that's why I hear it. Right? So I gonna I gonna be probing and asking that that question because you know right now it would be in Vital's best interest, right? To be a true corporate partner with the people of the Virgin Islands and enough with the hardline positions and threats and all that stuff. We know you're providing a service and all that stuff, right? But your water ain't clean. That's a term we don't use here in the Virgin Islands, okay? In the grand scheme, all your water ain't clean. So hold it down with a threat them also, okay? Let we try to resolve this matter, make life better for everybody. The audit came out, it reflect well for all you, as well as WAPA. So that we with respect to the investment and all that stuff, okay? So enough for the threats. That ain't really solving the purpose. That we work together, make this thing, you know, amenable, palatable for everybody. And as time goes on, because I'm starting to think that, you know, the more we invest in our infrastructure, the less you believe that you could get what you want. And... Because the hurricanes came after we committed to this long-term arrangement with you. 
right? The chronology is the, the original commitment was in 13, modified in 2014. Hurricanes came in 17 to harden our infrastructure, blah, blah, blah. And you probably believe that, you know, the way our thing is set up, we got a sweet bread with the Virgin Islands. And, you know, if we invest in our infrastructure and, you know, reduce costs to the ratepayers, y'all might be losing out with respect to the revenue part. Sorry. We ain't living like that. People of the Virgin Islands have suffered way too long with respect to cost of energy. Okay? Way too long, like the Yankee Dembo said. And we ain't having it. That game over, man. That train done left the station. That's like the, that's like the long island railroad when they, when they conductor down the subway train. And uh, you're going through Manhattan and, and you get to uh, 34th Street. Uh, it's the next stop, 34th Street, the uh, Penn Station, and you can get the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> One day I happened to be sitting in the same car uh, with the conductor, and I, I was listening to it, watching him doing it, you know, and that was, that was cool, you check. So I'm telling you, man, I get, I get sentimental when I start talking about New York. Please forgive me. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. And, uh, you know, uh, we just we just want to live better here in the territory, man. If this is paradise, right? Right? Like we believe it is. Then, you know, we need to be paradise. You check? By the way, that conversation yesterday was nice, man. We were using the Latin terms and all that stuff. And the boys were laughing after me when I, when I told them... Uh, uh, when I was wrapping up and I said from a, a prima facie perspective, you know, that's one of my favorite terms, by the way. Uh, and the boys were laughing after that one. But you know, we're we going to have a, a, when we have a Bushti discussion later this week, we're going to break it down some more with a Tony Dwayne Henry. Probably get Ronnie to come back on as well. Uh, because, you know, that Latin terminology is, is so dope, you know, and uh, it makes sense. And Ronnie, you know, gave us some, you know, history again. That was nice yesterday with the Roman Catholic uh, influence and all that stuff. Uh, those are little things like that that, uh, you know, we, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want for when we, you know, have our discussions and and you, the audience, are listening and you're learning like me as we go, uh, that we googling stuff, you know, to find out well what exactly, you know, was that all about, and reading about how certain things are a part of our, you know, everyday life. And uh, that, that'll be, that, that's so nice. And uh, hopefully, you know, that's what's going on, um, you know, on an everyday basis when you're listening to Analyze This here on 93.1 FM. Waiting for the folks from uh, UVI. They should be joining us, uh, hopefully, uh, anytime now. Um, I don't know. If uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m. Okay, why am I on the air link? Okay, so let's see if we could uh, hook that up. You know, we got the new the new tech incorporated in, in our mix. So um, let me see if we uh, have everything. Uh, do we have a line of communication? Good morning, UVI. How are you? Maybe we need a 
a mute or unmute and our end or their end. That's the lady. That's Miss Smith. Yes. Hey, there we go. Good morning, Charmaine Good morning. Smith. How are you? Good man. I thought you were coming to the studio. What's up? Well, I was sent a link, so I said, I guess I'm not coming to the studio. No, no, I can't can't blame <laughs> it was you. Was the plan? It was the plan, but I was sent a link. Can't blame can't blame you for that. Can't blame you for that. As much as I want <laughs> to blame you, I can't blame you. How you been? I've been doing well. How you been? I'm good. How was the semester? It went well. Um, we're at the end. Mm -hmm. Final exams are completed. Grades are being turned in. And we're all ready for Christmas break. <laughs> that's right. That's right. When does, when, does, when, when does school crank up again? Um, we return on... We Our last day of school is December 13th. That's for employees. And then we return on campus on the 3rd of January. And um, registration and advisement orientation will be done from the 4th of January. Okay, good. So who are you? Who are you today? Are you alone? So I have a student with me. This is Nadaj Barber. Good morning, Nadaj. How are you? Mr. James, how are you? It's a pleasure meeting you again. Yes, yes, for sure. For sure. And um, how, was, how was the semester? It was pretty good. I mean, it was a little rough for a few <laughs> courses, but I made it. <laughs> um, what's your major? Communications, right? My major is business management, and I have a minor in communication. A minor, okay. Yes. Um, and where are you? I'm actually at the student activities office right now. Uh, and where are you on on your journey to get that to get that paper to get the authentic paper with the oh. seal on it? Um, I believe my standing is junior. Um, so yeah, hopefully soon, soon enough. Yeah, yeah, and and by the way, you know, when you say I believe, I don't hold that against you at all, you know, because when you're in college, you never really know until you go to meet your advisor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's not you. <laughs> so that's that's perfectly fine. You check what I'm saying, uh, because you could actually you could actually not attain uh, full status and then make up for it in one semester with extra classes and credits and all that stuff. So uh, I, I I understand that part. So Miss Smith, what about you, VI, that you want to um? Tell us about what's going on. Well, we want to let your listening audience know that we are ready for them. We are here. Um, we have orientation that's actually going on today for students who have already been admitted for the spring 2023 semester. So if you have been admitted, you should be coming to campus today. Both campuses have orientation going on. So we're here and we're ready to serve. We will have orientation again in January for those who may be off island or unable to attend today's orientation, but we are ready for our students to come for the spring semester. Um, we also wanted to talk a little bit about some of our special programs to your listening audience because a lot of people don't realize that even though they may not be able to go away right away to a school on the mainland, because UVI does not offer every degree that students want, but we want them to know we're here. You can start at UVI. We have many programs that we have in collaboration with schools on the mainland. We have programs that you can go to foreign countries. So, you know, they need to come and talk to us about this. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. Oh, no, let me stop you. Go right ahead. Okay. So one of our program is our National Student Exchange Program, in which a student can spend up to a year at a collaborating school. Um, the great thing about that program is you pay UVI's tuition and fees as, your, as the main school, but you're at another school, you will pay their um, room and board. Great thing is you're getting that experience as you're at that school, you can 
participate in any of the activities that they have, but you're actually a visiting student. So you come back home after a year. And then in addition to that, we are part of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, which is a scholarship fund. Students are able to participate in their conferences. If anyone does a Google search, you'll see that Thurgood Marshall gives out many, many scholarships to HBCUs and UVI is an HBCU and the only one that's outside of the continental USA. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, we have our MARC program, we have our RISE program, and we do a lot of programs with high school students who are able to come here during the summer, learn about, you know, whether it's science, math and science programs. And once they are finished, then they come to UVI and continue on in whatever degree that they're interested in. So it's not just about, you know, coming to UVI, taking classes, and you're stuck here. We are here for you. We have many programs. If the community doesn't know, we actually have an agriculture program right now. Um, and we're promoting that as much as possible. And agriculture is not only about just being out in your yard farming. There's a whole lot more to agriculture. So please give us a call. We can elaborate on that information. Um, Nadaj has done some of our programs. So I'm going to give her an opportunity to just expand on some of the programs that she participated in. Thank you, Ms. Smith. Yes, so as Ms. Smith said, that I, I've done a number of things here at UVI, including um, uh, the Denmark Student Exchange. I lived in Denmark for a semester. I had the opportunity to, opportunity to indulge in their culture, different cuisines. I loved it. Um, I also had the opportunity to go to Minneapolis this summer. Um, at an internship with one of the major companies, um, and it was amazing. Uh, I am the president of the UVI ABJ, that's a journalism club here at UVI. We represented UVI and UVI ABJ at our national conference in Las Vegas this past summer. Uh, the few students who went with me, uh, we had a blast. We're going we to take a break. We're going to take a break right now, come back, and we'll pick up the discussion right there. Okay? Don't tell me we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big that cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. 
Catch 1A at its new time. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists. Stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we are back here uh, and analyze this, and uh, we're um, joined this morning by uh, the University of Virgin Islands, Miss um, uh, Charmaine Smith. She is the UVI's uh, interim director or director of admissions at the Albert I am interim director of admissions. <laughs> you know, I got a problem with an interim, right? But that's <laughs> but that's my problem. I can't really tell people what to do. And Miss uh, <laughs> Nadesh or Nadesh. Nadej. Nadej Barber, um, junior, uh, uh, business major and uh, business management uh, major and uh, communications minor. Sorry for interrupting you, uh, Ms. Barber, but you were telling us about um, this this whirlwind summer that you had. Minneapolis, Las Vegas, all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was talking about how um, I've gotten the chance to redeem a lot of opportunities. Um, I've represented UVI on numerous panels, uh, including NACE and the White House Press Briefing. NACE is a national association of colleges and employers, where we let them have a student perspective on what we're looking for in employers, what we're looking for in the work culture. And it was amazing. It was also eye-opening to see how our different how we have differences here on the here in the Virgin Islands and on the mainland. Um, I've always told people that UVI is an institution of opportunities and they support you in everything that you do. Everything good obviously. And um, I'm the first hand and I've experienced that firsthand, and I'm a product of UVI, and I just love to say that because I would not be here filled with these experiences without UVI's support. Now, um, tell us about that semester in Denmark. What was that like? Ooh, it was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Nothing short of amazing. Uh, I've never been to Denmark. I've never been to any country in Europe. And Denmark was my first. Uh, on my way there, I I lost my shoe in the airport, uh, so that was a funny story that I could tell. And um, the Danes, they're really welcoming. Um, it's it's refreshing, honestly. The culture over there, uh, the 
the school is a it's really different compared to the Virgin Islands. Their curriculum is different. Everything is just different, but different in a good way. Different in a way where I'm able to support myself. When I say support myself, I mean based on my studies. We we were able to, you know, support ourselves through the library, through different resources. But not so much. Um, it wasn't. Well, should I say it? It wasn't as intimate here as on U, uh, at UVI, but it still gave me a sense of independence, and I persevered as I as I believe, and I came out good. I mean, there were a few challenges. I had to get used to the snow, the cold. It it was not nice at first. I got sick, but hey, I can say hey, I saw snow and. I was able to um, create amazing, lasting friendships over there. So overall, I would say yes. Join UVI to say, hey, can we go to Denmark for another <laughs> semester? Definitely. Say yes for me. You saw the Queen Mary mural? I did not. No? I did not. Where in, did. Where in Denmark were you? I was in Aalborg. I visited Copenhagen. I wanted to visit the museum, but I just didn't have enough time. No, okay. No, it's not your fault. Just, just asking. No, that stuff. <laughs> no, um, Miss Smith. Um, within the last four or five years, um, the the leadership in the Virgin Islands has implemented a free tuition program. How does that work with the different um, um, relationships with other universities that you were speaking about earlier? Okay, so. In particular, we do have um, collaborations with schools for pre-engineering and schools for pre-med. Within those programs, um, for pre-med, you're still basically a UVI student, although you go to a collaborating school of Boston University. So the free tuition program can go with you. Um, and for those who do not know about the free tuition program, that is, once you have graduated from a local high school or have attended a local high school, whether it is parochial or public, and have at least attended for three years, you can prove residency for the U.S. Virgin Islands, and you have a minimum GPA of a 2.5, you can try to be eligible for our free tuition program. It pays only tuition, not fees, not room and board. So once you've proven that you are a resident of the Virgin Islands, we also look at financial aid. Students must complete a FAFSA, the Federal Financial Aid Program, and that goes through our financial aid office. They actually package the free tuition program first. They offer you uh, uh, whatever you are eligible for, and then if you have Pell, then everything else comes out afterwards. It's a really good opportunity for students um, for them to not take out additional loans. Because we know when you go to college, you can rack up a good bit of money before you even start your first job. So our free tuition gives students the opportunity to not do that. Now there is a give back in terms of what they ask at the end is that you work in the US Virgin Islands. You do not have to work for anyone. It does not have to be that you work for a government agency. It's just a matter of you being here in the VI. You can have your own business. You can work for a public institution, you can work for a private place, but as long as you're in the Virgin Islands, you are giving back your time to the Virgin Islands, and that way you do not have to pay any of that money back. 
That's that's awesome. No, no, check this out. Um, on Monday, on Mondays, um, mm-hmm. we have a a roundtable discussion. We call it Table Talk. Okay. Here on uh, analyze this and um, earlier this year we were we were talking about um, <clears throat> what we used to see when we was driving to Kramer's Park. Um, remember when you um, when, when you passed the yacht club right across the street? They used to have the Fairleigh Dickinson University Lab. Mm-hmm. Right. So last week, I think it was Sunday, I was doing some research on my own. And you mentioned the relationships we have with, with mainland universities. I was looking at um, maybe uh, um, reviving um, a uh, relationship with one of these universities. University of Maine seems to have a, a nice uh, marine biology program. Does UVI have a marine biology program uh, relationship? A wonderful marine biology program. Um, you would be surprised to see how many students from the mainland actually apply to our marine bi- biology program. Um, it's kind of weird because, you know, we in the Virgin Islands, and I could speak for myself, I, I've lived here the majority of my life, and I am not a good swimmer. Um, And it should be mandatory for everyone that lives in a Virgin Islands should be able to swim properly. (laughs) Um, And I think that might be kind of a deterrent for some of us as to why we would not go into marine biology. But a lot of prospective students apply to UVI and come in and want to do our marine biology program. And we do have a premier program here in the Virgin Islands. Yeah, because, you know, um, um, it looked like we were better off back in the day than we are now. We don't want to be like that. We want to progress, not regress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. so that so that's good. Now, um, UVI also have a, a relationship with University of Puerto Rico. Um, I think Mr. Forbes, Howard Forbes Jr., worked for DPNR. Uh, he was mentioning um, a relationship with, um, I think it's University of Puerto Rico, Mayaguez, UPR Mayaguez. Um, so this, this um, <clears throat> uh, relationship um, dynamic that UVI has with the mainland uh, isn't just limited to a handful of universities, a number of universities, right? Exactly. And just to expand a little bit on what Nadej talked about, for study abroad, mm-hmm. it's not only in Denmark. I mean, there are many other countries that students can attend with, in Argentina, in Belize, in Brazil, Russia. I mean, when we say study abroad, we really mean study abroad. You know, Switzerland. Students have an opportunity to go to many different countries in addition to going to the United States, also Canada. Um, something maybe on my mind there. Uh, escape me. Uh, but it'll, it'll get back get back to me. Okay, yeah. How, how do we go up? Oh, I was doing... Um, I was at the summit, the journalism summit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, I'd say, like three weeks ago, Veterans Day, the 11th and the 12th. Okay. And um, one of the students was from the Philippines. Okay. Um, yes. that, that, that I was speaking with. So um, it was like uh, 6 30, 7 o'clock our time. And uh, so I was asking him, um, so you know, it's morning time in, 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 uh, in Manila right now. Uh, so. We really have a global relationship um, yes. with our students here at UVA, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And um, with Nadaj having a minor in communication, she can probably even expand a little bit on that. Nadaj? Yes. So thank you again for coming to our summit. I am the president of the of the journalism group. And we have 
students from all over. Some are here on campus with us or are commuting. Um, yeah, we try our best to be inclusive. We also had a section on Palestine and we had a few people from um, Palestine speak on their experiences. They shared their stories with us or other people's stories. Tell us exactly what the climate is over there. And we had, we had, it was eye opening. We had a time to really digest, hey, this is exactly what they're experiencing over there. And, you know, it, we're not, you know, in their, we're not in their shoes. So who's best to explain to us, hey, this is exactly what's happening. Don't mind what you're seeing on the news. It's not all accurate. We got accurate information from them. And, you know, it may be different from people to people. It varies. But we also got the chance to have an idea. If we were not inclusive and if we were not um, reaching out to other people, then we'd be ignorant. We wouldn't know much. And it's really a good thing for the students to be exposed to these different cultures. Um, it builds character. And I would 100% recommend it. And I get UVI is the place to, to do that. Where are you from originally, Nadesh? I am from Dominica, Nature Island. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how long have you been living in St. Croix? Uh, it's been two years. Um, so far, I have no regrets moving here. It's amazing. And I, we do have a few programs to reach out to different islands. I'm, I'm not jumping the ship, Miss Smith. And <laughs> I'm ready to go back to Dominica and be like, hey, UVI is the place to be. Let me tell you why. How, how did you hear about UVI? I actually had no knowledge of UVI. Um, when I got here, when I got on St. Croix, um, I was looking for a college to attend. I first had my eyes um, in Texas at MSU. But then I was like, hmm, there's, there's a college here. Interesting. So I looked deeper, I searched, and I applied. And I got in. I was like, wow. I was able to transfer my credits from Dominica um, after receiving my associate's degree in business administration. And it was smooth sailing after after a few bumps. It was it was smooth sailing. It was smooth sailing. What, what's, what's the biggest difference between Dominica and St. Croix? And what's the biggest similarity between Dominica and St. Croix? Biggest difference is that we have many, many, many rivers. <laughs> um, I have been to Creaky Dam. I have not been to the water in Creaky Dam, but I see that is is amazing. But I would I would take our rivers any day. Um, uh, the biggest similarity is how you guys have the rainforest. It's similar to Dominica rainforest. I just love driving up to the rainforest, enjoying how cool and serene it is over there. Ouvre les <laughs> Oui. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just asked her if she hungry, if she wanted to eat, and she said yes. <laughs> she said, she said yes. Now, um, a lot of people when when you mention Dominica, they talk about um, Roseau, but um, I I happen to serve in the legislature, right? And um, one of my closest. Um, um, buddies in the legislature. He's originally from Dominica. He he's actually um from the he was actually from the reservation. He's from Grand Bay. Yeah, uh, and and then uh I, I found out uh 
Uh, one of my good, good friends, Miss Kareel Schillingford from Budget, she retired now. She's from Dominica as well. Um, and so I, I am a geography buff, so I like to ask them, um, you know, what part of the, of the island they come from. Some of my, a couple of the friends said they come from um, Portsmouth, some come from Dodan. Where are you from? I'm from Miro Sandra. I'm representing two villages, like they're right next to each other. So, well, what, what, what's the names? Miro and St. Joseph. Miro and St. Joseph. Oh, I know about St. I read about St. Joseph. They got good music from St. Joseph. <laughs> of course. They, they, can, they can dance music with Gramax and I from way back in the day. That's before you born, though. Um, yes, yes. Let me just let me just throw Maho in there too, because my father is from Maho. <laughs> places. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's what I'm talking about. That's that, that's that's awesome. Miss Smith, you proud of the fact that we got diverse um, population, uh, student student population at UVI. Very very proud, very proud. And I wanted to also throw out there that we have a group of faculty, staff, and students that will be traveling to Africa. This week, as a matter of fact, we Ho hold have on there one second. One second. Oh. Hold on. We, we, I, I'm gonna let you go out on that note. We're gonna take a break, and okay. uh, we're gonna come back so you could tell us about that. And then, um, you know, we're gonna be cordial to you. Uh, uh, we're gonna just knock you off like that. So we'll take a break. Be back. Wrap up the conversation with UVA right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. Here on WTJX FM 93.1. 